0: Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Okay.
1: Okay, all right, I got a super simple question for you. What's the best question that you could ask of yourself? Is there a question you could ask of yourself that might change your life? Well, okay, maybe say we take a step back and let's throw some categories out there. Uh, Relationships, job, um, uh, to move, or... um, what would, what would you say, answer this for yourself, what are the top two or three categories of your life right now that if you could get very insightful information, custom-tailored to be perfect for you, what, what would those categories be? I am super stoked about tonight's show. The topic tonight is how dreams can help with personal development. And our guest tonight is Makil Plurk. We're gonna bring him on in just a minute, but what question What could be a question that would change your life? What could be a question that that would really help you to perhaps solve or answer or get insight to? You know, for, for myself, I would get inspiration to, like, uh, let's write a book. My heart and my soul was telling me to write a book. And I I spent the next six years arguing <laughs> arguing with my heart and my soul how writing a book was a bad idea. Because my ego didn't want to do it. My ego didn't see me as a writer many moons ago. Fast forward to today and I've written a bunch of books. And guess what? Writing books are cool. I like being a writer. And my and yet, here's the point. My ego never would have chosen that on its own. Never ever would my ego say, Hey Les, why don't we write a book? Nope. I'm a small town kid from Utah. Who the hell wants to hear what I have to say? That's my ego's attitude. But now it's such a deep sense of satisfaction in my life that I don't want to ignore anything intended for me. I don't want to miss a thing. If my heart my soul gives me new inspiration, I don't need my ego to vet it, to weigh it, to measure it, to quantify it, to rationalize it. That's that's not so much what the ego is designed to do. So what if there's new vistas, new dynamics, new tangents for your life? Now, look at the collective. Look at the collective consciousness. I bet a lot of you listeners are getting a... a, a Inspiration to change the direction of your life. 20, the last two years, 2020, 2021, has been so much upheaval in the collective. What if your life purpose is about to take a tangent? Just like mine did when my heart and my soul said start writing books. Start a podcast. That's over 12 years ago. What if there's new information for new trajectories, new possibilities, new ideas of what your life could be? What if there was a modality, a practice, a way for you to have a dialogue, kind of a back and forth, if you will, with the part of you that knows way more than your ego can comprehend? Would that be cool? Well, tonight's show is is spot on for just that. I I think we're going to have plenty to talk about, and, I, and we should probably get to it. Again, the topic tonight is how dreams can help. Dreams can help with personal development, and our guest tonight is Mateel Clerk. His latest book. Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. He says that although everyone dreams, most people don't know that their dreams can be used for personal development. He provides practical information on how to create the life you want. How to create the life you want. How about creating the life that you don't know you want? by cultivating a relationship with your dreams, by taking the guidance you receive from your subconscious. The key is to ask the right question, keep your mind open, and your dreams will provide the answers. How cool is that? nicole will discuss such topics as how to work with your dreams, interpreting your dreams, personal messages to be more fulfilled using dreams for personal development and the creative healing power of dreams and improving your life as a result of working with your dreams. Join me in welcoming Mikhail to the show. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much, Les. It's a pleasure to be with you. And I've been looking forward to uh, talk dreams and whatever else comes up today. <laughs>
1: Dream a little dream. I like it. Um, well, dreams a lot of times are are those crazy, wacky little movies we have in our sleep that are full of symbols, and sometimes they don't make any sense. And um, how do you how do you if you've never thought about dreams as a as a resource to guide you through your life and perhaps the only experience you've had with dreams is um nothing you paid much attention to how can a listener go from um perhaps a personal experience of never understanding their dreams because they're so symbolic to shifting into a interactive dialogue with their dreams
0: it's uh, it's a great question. And I think that uh, it hinges on that people have their own experience with the dream and that uh, the dream is helpful for them in their own life. And we can, of course, wait for the dream to come to us and deliver some uh, insight. Some uh, people have uh, received uh, songs in a dream or the next chapter of their book, or I have had once that uh, the, the idea for a business came to me in my dream. People have won even the Nobel Prize based on dream revelations. So dreams can, uh, can provide uh, creative insights or uh, like an x-ray, an overview of where we are in our lives. Yet we can also proactively turn towards the dream. So anyone that listens right now could say, gosh, uh, tonight I'm going to ask my dream a question before I go to bed in order for me to have a helpful uh, dream response. And that way, people uh, can proactively engage with the dream and have a positive experience from the dream that the dream is uh, is and can be helpful. So that's what I would advise for people to do.
1: Well, there there's such a... Um, uh, I want to say back and forth, but there's such a perhaps a polarity to interacting with dreams, because here I am with my conscious mind, I'm awake now, Mm -hmm. and I'm going Mm -hmm. to ask a question, but I won't get my question immediately. it's, It's almost like I'm seeding, I'm downloading a question, perhaps, to, I guess, my subconscious, so in my conscious state, I present a question that I would like insight on. And then I go to sleep and I have this symbolic experience. Um, Those are two different states of mind, so to speak. So if I don't get the question or asking the question right and – and yet, I get answers that perhaps I can't interpret. How important does how we ask the question? I mean, if I try this mm-hmm. a couple of times and I just get frustrated, then I probably yeah. won't do anything with it. So, how Very true. how can how can I um, kind of get in step with it since the feedback is so? Uh, uh, completely different than asking the question, if that makes sense.
0: I, uh, I, uh, I, I hear you. And I think that the, dream, that the dreaming consciousness is actually uh, coexisting with this waking consciousness that we're currently uh, uh, in or identified with. Yet uh, um, the, the world of dream doesn't disappear when we wake up. It just becomes unconscious or moves in the subconscious, but it continues to exist. And in it, uh, there appears to be a creative intelligence that is interesting and helping and educating us. And there are many ways that people can engage with it in a certain form if getting a good intuition would also come out of that unconscious or from the creative intelligence that lives inside each individual. And... Uh, we, can, uh, we can start having a conversation and a dialogue with this, uh, with this wise, compassionate counselor that is on the standby in, in the depths of our own soul. And so even if we tell it right now, gosh, uh, dream or whatever name we want to give to it, mystery of uh, insightful counselor, I would love to have some advice for my health or uh, for whatever is relevant in one's life it is uh, It is willing to help, and then, of course, you get to that uh, that crucial part as you mentioned that how do I ask the right question because indeed this this method really hinges on asking good questions, so if you ask two questions in one, you get quickly and concluded answer. If you ask a question that isn't really relevant to your life, uh, the dream seems not interested in helping. <coughs> So it's not like the genie in, in Aladdin that just is a wish-fulfilling spirit. It needs to be something that's relevant to your life. And uh, so if I would ask a question as, um, how can I love myself more deeply? That uh, would be a simple uh, one uh, one question at a time. So open-ended questions but maybe a person wants to find a loved one and they say, how can I find uh, a loved one or what is my obstacle towards finding love or I want to lose weight. Can you give me one suggestion dream on how I can lose weight, what I can do best? Then, uh, then the dream uh, uh, will show during the night in, an, in a storyline, an activity or, an, uh, or something that we can do Uh, as an answer to our question. Does that make sense?
1: Sure. So uh, the more specific or articulate I am in asking the question, the easier it will be to interpret the results. So I guess uh, um, should I I move to Detroit or not would be a terrible question because it's it's two
0: questions. That's exactly. It's uh, that is two questions in one. And uh uh the other problem with it is uh actually um the element of should. Uh um, oh, should. It it okay. might not yeah, it, it it might not that that there is some some directive force like that says you should live in Detroit. It might be the case, but very seldom that is. You might have a an, uh, an feeling like, oh, Detroit uh, looks really uh, interesting. And then you explore it a little bit. So you do some homework. And then on a certain moment when you think, yeah, I, I might want to move to Detroit, you could ask your dream, what would it look like for me to move to Detroit? And then oh, and the dream can, uh, can predict uh, the answer for you. And if you so see, it's uh, not... Uh, see... Go ahead
1: it's not like the, the the wisdom of our subconscious has per se a preference for us so to speak in that it defaults our free will to our ego i'm and so if let, i would let, let, if, yes. if if i would ask should i do this it's going to be rather indifferent because it's it's um wanting it to make the judgment for me and the growth comes when I make the judgment, or you know, when I stay in. Ex- ex- yes. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Uh, you, you summarize it well. It is uh, uh, the, the, the the very intelligent counselor that lives inside of us is it, is probably the best coach that we could imagine. So it it wants us to uh, to take our own responsibility. And uh, make our own decisions, and it's really non-judgmental, and uh, and so it would uh, would not it would not say, less you should uh, do this." But if right. you ask, uh, what would it look like, it will tell you, and then once in a while, it uh, it will say, uh, "Gosh, uh, making a book is something that's uh, in your in the depths of your own being." If you want to be fulfilled, write a book. And if you don't want to be fulfilled, then don't write it. And it it might feel as a nagging quality. So it's still, you have the option to choose or not to do it, to do it or not.
1: When I look at the collective of um, humanity, there's so much uh, disparity between the nature of nature. And our culture, for example, nature, or perhaps consciousness, that life force energy eternally seeks a new way to express itself. Mm -hmm. Nature is eternally in for another game, another round, another go at it. But yet, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of our cultures... have this model of a life that says, well, once you're past a certain age, you're supposed to retire and sit on your fanny and kind of shut down. I I mean, I'm I'm stereotyping, I know that, but I know a lot of people kind of have that mindset and that's incongruent with the nature of nature. So
0: imagine- I, uh, I, I agree completely with you there, yes.
1: So, so imagine um, before my heart and my soul ever told me to write books, I'm trying to think of how I mm-hmm. could ask a question of this this intelligence in me. Could I say something like, um, "Is there a new? Uh, is there a would I say specific? I'm going to go through the question. Is, is there a new mm-hmm. endeavor I could take up that would bring me joy?
0: Would uh. Gorgeous question, gorgeous question. Because what you do there is leave it, you uh, leave it completely open. Is there any endeavor I could take up uh, and that would bring me joy? And uh, then then the then the dream can say, yeah, uh, you would be very suited to write a book, or right. uh, work, work in the garden, or start up cooking classes because that somehow is a quality that lives inside of you and you might have not yet really known it or you needed a little encouragement or a little more than an encouragement but yeah that's that's a great open question that uh, that you asked there that uh, that allows the dream to to respond
1: it seems like from our soul's perspective if i were to magically transform myself to the awareness of my soul my age is none of my business. My age is none of my business. For me to think that because of a, I'm a particular age means something's off the table, that's not. The impression I get is our soul is a very vast, multidimensional aspect of ourselves, and there's never a moment when we're quote stuck unquote because our soul constantly sees a uh, uh, perhaps an infin- infinite infinite variety of new tangents new directions we could take i'm i'm just thinking um how can i uh take my ego and kind of surrender its need to control every damn little thing in my life and and mm-hmm. surrender some of that to that 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 subconscious wisdom that uh, that moves me to be more compatible with nature where i co- constantly um go back to the well and say how ca- how can i be more authentic to myself does that make sense mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i i'm mean, and i'm on the same uh, line with you that life is an ongoing outpouring of creativity And uh, we are life and and life is ongoingly creative in an individual. So life keeps on calling, whether we're we're 12 or 24 or 36 or 72 or 89. There are always invitations and calls from life as it is ongoingly creative. Life is creative. We are creative by nature. And, uh, And so there's always interesting invitations from life to to which we can uh, can engage some are more enjoyable than others but uh, uh, life continues to uh, to flow that is uh, that is for sure
1: so if i start a new practice following the guidance of your book and you've done a great job you're very articulate in in this book describing how to fabricate a question? Um, how to um, really prepare yourself to to have a successful interaction? Um, mm-hmm. If I if I pretty much ignored my dreams and and without giving it much thought, I think of my dreams as those crazy realities I find myself in. How do I
0: mm-hmm.
1: how, how do I bring st- structure to Interpret what the dreams tell me. I, I know dreams
0: are—they mm-hmm.
1: seem to use the language of symbols. And if I'm a rookie at interpreting the symbols of my subconscious, mm-hmm. what are some tips that I can use to get some traction um, sooner than yeah. later with with interpreting the symbols my dreams are showing me?
0: I'd love to share some uh, some ways that people can en- engage with their dreams, especially if they have, whether they have a lot of experience or, or, or nothing. Instead of asking the question, what does this mean, which is uh, the general question we ask with our dreams, we can also ask the question, what is happening? And then maybe we write it out or we summarize it in a couple of sentences. And with that, you see that you uh, describe a kind of a storyline, and in the storyline you were uh, maybe uh, 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 meeting someone, and then that someone was uh, not paying the bill and did run away, and uh, then then you could say, because where in my life uh, have I been with someone that uh, that that didn't uh, chip in or didn't pay the bill or and and then then and then went away. So you really look at at, at the storyline even more at the individual uh, symbols or another one that someone recently had was, I'm driving in a car. I see this, this beautiful uh, um, uh, uh, tiger and when I see the tiger, I get scared, slam on the brakes and I back out. So he's translated, he, he, what is happening is he's moving through life in his car. He sees something that is beautiful when he gets beautiful, he gets scared, and he's gone. And uh, and and then he could ask, well, where in my life do I recognize this uh, this pattern? That uh, that way of engaging with the dream doesn't require any any study, extensive study of symbols and and, and dreams itself. And people can get pretty far. Another method people can do is um, uh, through associations, and an association would be. Let's say uh, I'm in the dream and I meet uh, this uh, my uh, my old boss and he's uh, angry at me and that's the dream. That's strange, my old boss, I hadn't thought about him for a while. What do I associate to my old boss? Oh, the old boss was very critical. Okay, then it is criticalness shows up as my old boss. So the, the old boss is, an, is, is a symbol for criticalness. And then I can right. see, oh, I'm, I'm confronted with criticalness and this has happened. So asking what does this, uh, what do I associate to this? That helps a little, a lot. And that helps especially the best with uh, with people and with uh, more objects. You can ask the question, um, what is the function of, like the car? What's the function of the car? What's moving me through life? All right. I'm moving through life. I'm in the car. I'm moving through life, and I can't get to the brake. I I seem not to be able to stop. Oh, am I somehow moving through life, and I feel like I I can't stop? Am I am I unpleasantly just in the same pace or speeding up, and I, I feel I cannot slow down? Those are some. Those are the three initial offerings I could suggest to people to work with their own dreams.
1: So it seems like the subconscious um, has a rapport or perhaps collects a rapport of symbolism. And then it turns around and shows you that symbolism um, in order to uh, communicate with you. Like, for example, uh, um, you're... uh, as a kid, you're on a picnic with your family, and a bolt of lightning hits a tree, and y'all, <laughs> y'all mm-hmm. are afraid. And then later in the dream, when it wants to show you that that fear or to be afraid, it could use the symbol of lightning.
0: Yeah, for for example, and uh, you can just ask yourself, what do I ex- what do I associate to this experience? Oh lightning is uh is always been scary to me and but another person might say oh no i i love lightning it's beautiful or so so the, the your own your own unconscious uses uh symbols that are relevant to you that's also why why these dream dictionaries only partially work because your experience with lightning or with a horse or with uh but let's say with a horse is is different than other people, one person is afraid for horses the other person loves horses, another person wanted the horse when they were young and never were able to get it so then then the experience of horse changes per person and the, and and one's own unconscious knows that and uses those those experiences to to communicate something.
1: Now, would it make it problematic then if you ask somebody else to interpret your dreams? Because let's say for example, you're shown a horse and in your mm-hmm. dynamic there's fear, but if you share mm-hmm. the the dream with somebody else and in their dynamic horses are just fine, could there be a yeah. a, a constraints?
0: Yeah, and in, and indeed. In the the the, the, uh, the End person who is re, who owns and is responsible for the interpretation is the dreamer themselves, and so an external person can maybe lay out, hey, I can see this dynamic, because the dynamic is slightly less dependent upon the individual symbolism. But then, then the interpreter needs the the dreamer to say, well, uh, what do you associate with uh, with a horse and a snake and uh, and that will give a lot of information that is necessary to come to uh, a good interpretation.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to uh, change the dynamic of the conversation a little bit because mm-hmm. there's 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 a real tug of war for the for the collective narrative. There's a conservative and liberal, left, right, up, down, Republican, Democrat. Mm-hmm whatever I, I i'm not choosing anything but if um if i think i'm well informed in other words i hang my hat on this or that and yet there i'm i'm not seeing the whole picture it's, i've I myself have worked in broadcast television forty years and it's turned mm-hmm. into a real puppet show so if if people are looking at the dynamic and they've hung their head on a particular narrative, can they use their dreams- C- Could you ask a question like uh, what am I not understanding about uh mm. this this platform
0: mhm uh, absolutely that would be that would be a great question and especially in this polarized uh, situation where where some people get hardened in uh, in their beliefs right and, uh, then uh, then that belief needs to be defended and uh and then we get to even more polarization whether there's something true to the belief or not the moment it becomes really rigid it loses right. uh, effectiveness and and then uh, both uh, in the political spectrum you could ask questions what am i not seeing what should i know about this you could ask the same question about if you close a business deal or you're dating and you're dating a person in a certain moment what what, what am i not seeing about this person that i should know that would be good for me if i would enter into a relationship with this person and uh and maybe you and then the dream will show you something and then you can make a decision of, oh, okay, I didn't see that, but I I, I can live with that. Or, ooh, that doesn't look good. Let me uh, slow down and and explore this a little bit more careful, so that I know what I'm doing. And I love it to do this uh, question with uh, in in the political spectrum because we're we're getting so uh, so hardened in our positions and so easily right. inflamed that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's dangerous for our uh, for our country.
1: Well, I've really noticed. Not that I want to get off on a tangent, but the political engine. We're coming up on a midterm election in the United States. There's no information. Mm-hmm. There's no debates. There's no. I mean, they're they're just giving us little trinkets of information and expecting us to base our votes on that. And it's like. There's got to be a way to tap this um, this wisdom that we have. I feel like there's an aspect of ourselves that knows a, a vast amount of what's going on collectively, even though our egos mm-hmm. might be rather um, ill-informed. So I, I I like to explore the dynamic of using the dreams to help us interpret. Um, a real tug-of-war for the collective
0: narrative. I, I think it would be great. And I, in a metaphor, I think we're a wave. Each individual is a wave on the ocean. So we're all connected to each other through the ocean. And actually, the ocean is the wave. So we're also all made of the same substance. And uh, we're all the same. And yet, we're also individual because we're all our own wave and this uh, this ocean is what we are uh, what what we're con- connected to what you Carl Jung would call the collective unconscious and the collective unconscious is unconscious from the perspective of the wave but the unconscious itself has a lot of consciousness to it it knows a lot it uh, has intelligence and uh, and it can inform us about its own nature and can tell us about uh, the big fish that is swimming around or Maybe uh, something about uh, the politics uh, that uh, that we're seeing on the stage. Right.
1: Well, the um, not per se in the realm of dreams, but there is a, a prayer that I would pray that when Divine God, Divine Goddess, show me how I can be an even bigger vessel of compassion for humanity. And it would it would always clean my clock by showing me this gigantic vision of my life. But um, my question is, um, I from my own perspective, I think humanity's uh, making a huge uh, evolutionary um, uh, transition, and and part of what we're going through is a very very profound transformation of from the old dynamic into a completely new dynamic how um how could we use our dreams as a vehicle to bring a new narrative in for the collective now i I know dreams uh the wisdom of our dreams don't want to reach over anybody else's shoulder and and muddle with their affairs, but I do think that humanity's got a whole new narrative to paint for itself, how can we use dreams to inspire us to new ways of, of living in our collective culture?
0: Well, I think that uh, um, a transformation really happens in the individual. So if uh, the individual changes, it might uh, uh, spread, of through to its environment or to its larger environment. So dreams can help an individual change. And we could ask a question such as, uh, and I think a great question, what you just asked was, how can I be more compassionate? And then uh, when you do that, you will encounter things in yourself that you, uh, your wounds, because that usually makes you less compassionate or ways of understanding. And then an individual will change or you could ask a question as, what should I focus upon right now? So that it could be in service of the transformation of the world or in transformation of my own soul. Because if your own soul changes, it has a positive effect on the whole and, um, and change starts in the individual and then spreads over to the collective. So those are questions. And of course, we can ask these questions out loud in the here and now, and maybe we get an, uh, an an intuition or a synchronistic event reveals it to us. And all those things people do are through prayer and they get an insight. And that can work. And this, this engaging with dreams is just another tool that uh, can be very effective and can help people in their transformation process and be of support to them. Very
1: nice. Well... As you've worked with people over the years, is there a kind of a common realm of healing, perhaps self-love, um, self-image, self-worth? Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you see core elements that are common amongst uh humanity that um uh, that could be yeah. the root of people's questions?
0: Well I see a lot in uh, especially in our Western culture that uh, uh, almost anyone has an internal critic that is that is pretty harsh and that is uh, uh, very that is not easily satisfied. Some other cultures uh, live a little bit more in tune with uh, with themselves, but we seem to have a an, an critic that uh, says mean things and that we buy into in some way. People ask questions such as, what is one thing I can do to, to love myself more deeply? And that, uh, that will help them. Another a very common theme is, has to do around uh, meaning or purpose, and, uh, and, and they want to be engaged with the creative uh, uh, force of life. And we could ask almost a sim- similar question: it's just what is one thing I could do to be open to creativity? Because we're all really creative; it's just flowing through us. And and it's more that we need to open ourselves to it than we need to become creative or uh, force creativity. It's already there. Almost like uh, opening the sink and uh, let the water flow out, and just open it up, and there it is. But those are the two uh, uh, the two main themes I see. Even if I've, I've sometimes worked with companies, and then I and then they bring me in for creativity and dreams, and uh, how can their products be uh, be better for uh, for their for their consumers? Very often I see the managers ask questions as, how can I be a better manager? How can I be uh, a better leader? So it's it's very often moves that people want to become a better version of who they are and experience more love and and give more to their community and questions center around that
1: very nice well have you ever asked a question of a dream and been surprised of the answer
0: yes i uh i um uh and i think that uh, the surprise is also also a good thing because we only should ask the question if we've already been thinking about it for a little bit so that we've done our homework and that this internal coach counselor knows oh okay yes les or machil or johnny or sarah i see you've been thinking about it you got stuck and uh, let me help give you the next uh, piece of the puzzle and sometimes this uh, puzzle piece comes from a direction that we didn't think about yet. So it is really, uh, we we wake up and think, gosh, this answer has nothing to do with my question. And then I always say, oh, make sure you write it down. One, because otherwise it evaporates. And two, it might really uh, have an answer to you, but uh, give it a little bit of time. Uh, Look at it a couple of hours later. Maybe uh, tell your partner or some colleague or a friend uh, the dream and see what they say. They might just uh, come with an interesting angle that makes you think, "Oh yes, that I didn't see that." And so uh, uh, dreams uh, very often uh, give uh, give surprising responses. And uh, um, and I uh, um, I must say that uh, also I have uh, had uh, had things in my life that I thought, "Oh." I probably uh need to do uh, x, y, and c, and then at once the dream said well, if you really wanted to be happy do uh, uh do this so it, was, it 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 happens pretty frequently and i think it's it's usually a good sign when it happens
1: nice well
0: have how how, I... how how about you do you do you uh do you have often uh, uh uh, confusing or different dreams that make you ponder. What what, what does this mean?
1: <laughs> well, um, for for many years I didn't remember my dreams at all, and uh, mm-hmm. I've been uh, I've been working on my psyche for about twenty five years, and I've I've done this radio show for twelve, and mm-hmm. I'm realizing. Um, maybe in the last six months, I'm realizing that the subconscious—I mean, it, it's an extremely power, extremely powerful aspect of ourselves—and so my attention has gone to my subconscious, and and I'm very much motivated to learn how to gracefully interact with my subconscious. And so I'd say in the last just a few weeks maybe not even a month have i started to remember my dreams when i wake up and and before that i wouldn't remember a single thing and uh, i'd say another thing that i get up i don't set an alarm i wake up naturally between 3:30 a.m. and 4 and i and i find that um my tendency was to typically to get out of bed and start my day. But if I went back to sleep after that, that time, my probability of dreaming went up exponentially. It was, Mm -hmm. it was almost like going back to sleep early in the morning was the most uh, likely chance for me to remember my dreams.
0: Very interesting, yes. And uh, I've, I've, I've heard it before, and research shows indeed, if you wake up and then go back and, and sleep again, that uh, dream recall is often high. And for everyone that, uh, that resonates on your story, like, hey, I'm never dreaming. We all dream every night. Actually, we dream probably two hours. We just don't remember it because our short-term memory goes offline, and it just doesn't get stored. Yet uh, it's, it's uh, by turning towards a dream, and even saying, "Hey, dream, I, I haven't remembered you for a while, but I would love to uh, to remember you and have a better dream recall." And you put a pen and pen uh, and paper next to your bed, and you write down uh, uh, in the morning a feeling or a dream. You will see that the uh, dream recall will come back uh, probably the same night, and otherwise within days. You will have, uh, have a dream dreams really respond to being uh, to interest so if you're curious for your dreams dreams come if you're not so interested in dreams dreams often stay away a little bit it's not completely a one-on-one relationship there but it's it's a high correlation between interest and uh, uh that the dream shows up and essential is write it down that both gives the impression back to the dream that you're uh, taking it serious, that you're interested and it is necessary uh, for dream recall because your short term memory just kicks on when you wake up. And otherwise we all know it, it evaporates uh, most of the time rather quickly.
1: Well, that brings up a good point. So if I've, if I'm a listener, and I've never really paid attention to my dreams, and then, after listening to this episode and buying your wonderful book and reading it, they choose to start a rapport with their subconscious with their dreaming. how do you how do you create momentum or inertia with that? How do you I mean, Do you ask the question once and go to sleep, or do you hold it in your mind during the day? How do you jump start, Mm -hmm. so to speak, that process?
0: Take a question that you really want to know. So, of course, uh, if you want to really know whatever is on your mind or in your heart and you've you've been struggling with, that's a great question. And uh, and then formulate it in 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 an easy way, one question at a time. And, and indeed, in my book, I, I describe how you how you formulate it well. But it basically comes down keep keep it to one question, open ended, and that uh, uh, and then do a ritual. And with a ritual, I really mean spend some time on it, make a drawing, dance, pray, tell the dream. Hey, I listened to this uh, this person on the on the podcast, and I'm gonna try this. I don't know if you're there. But please, I'm going to ask you a question. The dream loves to be engaged. This larger awareness that lives inside of all of us loves to engage with uh, with people. And if we don't want to engage with it, it's also fine with it because it allows us to to do what we uh, we want. But it 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 rejoices in engagement. And uh, and I know a lot of people do it through meditation, yoga, uh, just uh, prayer um, m- m- multiple ways to do this, but talk to it, uh, write it down and then maybe in bed, just uh, meditate on it for a minute. And then uh, your dream will, uh, will most likely come with the answer and otherwise uh, ask it the next day again, or the day after. But, but usually when these questions are really, uh, vital to a person, we get a quickly a response. Very
1: nice. Doesn't it seem like the ego is the lowest common denominator? <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like that higher wisdom in us will sit there and twiddle its thumbs for our entire life and let our ego just can You know, how many people spend 100% of their days staring at their phone, really in mm-hmm. a repetitive pattern day in and day out, drowning in the mundane, their they're putting their attention on stuff that really doesn't bring them joy. And there's this gigantic genie, so to speak, this gigantic wisdom, Mm -hmm. this vast intelligence in our psyche, but it won't do squat until we kind of hand the reins over or at least inquire it for me. um, I want to really fulfill this lifetime in a as as a dynamic and expansive way possible and i know my soul can't be exhausted i cannot run the river dry of inspiration mm-hmm. that my soul has for me so i i always love th- these kind of conversations that teach us how to bring that that bigger wisdom in us into our everyday life, and I think our lives are always enriched by doing that
0: be- beautiful uh, um, set and uh, and I agree the 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 river of life or, or even if we go back to this metaphor of where we're, we're away from the ocean it's ongoing pouring water into the wave there's no there's no end to it it cannot be not uh creative or it cannot like a wave cannot of the ocean cannot be not wet just because it is and uh and and we are creative people and there's many ways that we can make life more interesting and that in one way is to return towards the mystery of the dreams that mystery will infuse our life and we become actually more mystified and that generates more bewilderment and wonder and awe. And those qualities really color the life around us in, uh, in, in deeper colors and more richer colors and a more diverse palette of colors becomes just more interesting and our experience of life becomes more rich. And that all can come through turning towards our dreams.
1: Very nice. Now um you you're the founder of the the young platform uh did you study under uh Carl Jung's material
0: Yes, I uh, studied uh, a lot of Jungian psychology in my life. It was the first one that really uh gave me a lifeline out of the dark pit I found myself in uh, on a certain moment and um, and then uh, about 12, 13 years ago, I had a dream that was a suggestion to build a platform for soul-oriented psychology or Jungian psychology or any psychology that takes into account that there is an unconscious or that uh, uh, metaphorically acknowledges that we are a wave on the ocean. And how do you really live in a relationship to this way larger ocean that is the ground of our own being? And I've uh, uh, first built a non-profit and now a a regular educational organization where we have lectures and courses for the general audience on union topics like uh, the shadow and synchronicity and archetypes and gift and purpose, but also from an African shamanic perspective or Buddhism. And uh, um, and uh, so I invite people to, Go and take a look we also have some free programs, a lot of 100 plus blogs with interesting uh, in uh, content and uh, and that has been also a joy for me to uh, to continue to uh, to make in that sense the, the the dream keeps on dreaming itself forward it's not like it's reached an end point it, it always comes up with new projects, new ideas, new programs and uh, and that's interesting
1: is uh well let's put the attention on you you started telling us about this platform is there a website mm-hmm. and also share with the audience how they can get your book
0: my book is uh, titled dream guidance and it uh, can be found on uh, on amazon barnes and nobles uh, probably if you just type in dream guidance my last name is clerk k-l-e-r-k K-L-E-R-K. And then uh, uh, you'll, uh, you'll be able to find uh, the book. It is also, in an, uh, of course, in a Kindle version. There's an audio book uh, of it for people that enjoy that better. And um, uh, if you type in Dream Guidance and my last name, you probably can get to my website, which is uh, my first and last name. Maybe you can put it in your, your notes somewhere. It's always difficult for people, but it's Machiel Klerk m a c h i e l k l e r k dot com. They can uh, see that I'm uh, I'm a mental health therapist where I work in therapy and dreams with people, and I'm uh, and, and this social entrepreneur that builds uh, builds the UN platform and yeah, now an author with a book and a couple of other services that I do, and I can work with people on, on nightmares or. Help them connect to their uh, gift and purpose through uh, shorter uh, sessions. It's a whole variety. Thanks for asking that question, and I hope this uh, this gives people an, uh, um, an an way to connect if they uh, desire so. So,
1: where are your dreams taking you? What do you see coming down the pike for you in the future?
0: I uh, uh, am currently uh, 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 seeing how my dreams help me to uh, play the game of life and the the game of business in a more relaxed way. So I have a a, a slight tendency to be uh, overly focused and uh, somewhat uh, uh, result-oriented. And uh, the the dream is bringing in characters that are more joyful, more at ease, more relaxed, and uh, and, and and I'm trying to bring that uh, in my engagement uh, with uh, with the company. And then, so that's on, the, on a very direct personal level what uh, what it is. And probably in the in the longer term, um, I'm, I'm growing this organization further and. We're rolling it out in in different countries and with different languages, and uh, we're getting funding to grow further. so I think the next several years, my hands are full with this uh, with this enterprise.
1: Well, very nice. An hour can go by pretty fast. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts for our
0: audience? I want to encourage people to just try and experiment with this method of asking your dream a question before you go to bed. You can make a mistake, uh, and if it uh, doesn't, uh, if if you feel it was a mistake, then there's the next night of dreaming. Uh, I just want to encourage: ask a question, and if you don't know what to ask, ask a question. Is how can I love myself more deeply? Your own self will always want to help you, and it will be good for you and the people around you. Uh, play, experiment it and uh, once you have a great uh, result you'll have forever a tool with you that you can ask once a month, once a year or just when you're in trouble or you want to explore something, but that there's something in you that's interested in helping and educating and if you have that own experience it, it helps you live a more enjoyable life and I wish every, every listener that experience. Very nice.
1: Well, I want to thank you for being our guest tonight on the show. It's been really a delightful conversation.
0: It has uh, been a pleasure. Thank you, and thank you for your energy and the line of questions you brought to it. It uh, was a true delight.
1: We've been talking with Makil Klerk, and the topic tonight is how dreams can help with personal development? You know, life is so short metaphorically that to, um, to to take opportunities like this and connect with a higher wisdom, a higher vision, a higher idea of what's possible in your life can change the dynamic of the rest of your life. I mean, we've talked about the ego as a complacent uh, resting ground for, dreams go to die. I'm kidding. Uh, um, I guess what I'm saying is th- there's always more to discover within yourself. You can never exhaust the potential of who you are. And that's the premise of this whole show. This, The, the root premise of the New Human Living show is what do we not know about ourselves that could um, in, improve our quality of life? or the enjoyment of life. And this episode hit that square on the head. Um, What a delight. I'm your host, Les Jensen. Always a pleasure. Until next time, thanks for
0: listening. This has been a New Human Living radio broadcast to bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power at newhumanliving.com Thanks for listening.